Yes, earphone work now. Yes. The Sangha today is the 9th of December, the year 2012. We are in the um, meditation hall assemblies of star in Lower Hamlet during a winter retreat 2012-2013. Today, we 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 have spent one month of uh, of winter retreat. We still have only two more months, and in a few weeks, we will have to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ Christmas and and the new year. So Christmas is the reunion day for the whole big family. Even when you are very busy, far away, you have to go home, even like a Vietnamese uh, Lunar New Year. That we have to decorate in a way that our home is look like very warm, very relaxed, full of joy in the atmosphere of festivity. And every one of us wish to have a home. Everyone needs to have a home. In the home, in that home, you don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to search for anything. And you have your true home. Where you don't need anything, you don't search for anything, you don't run after anything. You need to have that true home. Christ, Jesus Christ, when he was just born, yeah, he just born, he already run. And he be, he had been a refugee. And he grew up in a very wandering society is not really at home. And one day Jesus did say the bird have his own nest, its own nest. The rabbit, the squirrel, they have their own uh, house, their own cave, but the son of man have no place to put the head on. And Jesus Christ complain that he has no home. The rabbit have their own hole, hole, but a son of man have no place to put the head on, to feel at home. Shidarta is the same. Shidarta, the previous name of the Buddha, enlightened one. He was born as a prince, a very wealthy family, royal family, he has a beautiful wife, he has also his first son, but he don't feel at home. There's something lacking in him, he cannot feel at home in that kingdom where a lot of wealthy, nothing. He, and so the true home is the place where you feel really true peace. And Siddhartha do not find, did not find that true home in this royal palace. And so we too, each of us, need to search for a true home, the home where you feel relaxed, 
happy uh, and western people used to say that there's nothing like home But there are many of us. When you you don't feel at home, wherever you go, you don't feel at home. Even in your own family. Because in that family, there is no warm, no warm, not warmness. There is no relaxing. There is no peace. So even you have a very wealthy family, And you have everything you want, but you don't feel at home. And and then wherever you go, you feel that you are not at home. People in the past say that's only Jew people, Jewish people have no home. And they have to wander many thousand years before to find their home. And Israel is only a home for Jewish people, but until now they don't feel safe at home too. So we, we are American, we are Vietnamese, we are European, we are, and we are in our home, in our own country, but you don't feel at home and you want to abandon our country, abandon our home, because we feel there's something, an unrestless Un- unrestness, unrestness in us. And, and so even you have that passport, you have that nationality, but you don't feel at home in that country. Because in your homeland, they must have warmth, they must have love. There is the fulfillment. Fulfillment. There is uh, the, the sound system in the French area is not very good. <laughs> yeah, they complain. Nose is too high. That nose. Is, I don't hear anything. What I did say, I forget. <laughs> I forget what I said. <laughs> Finally, Christ have found his home. He have lightened a torch in his own home. And he taught his his uh, student, his disciple, you have your own torch. Show your torch to everyone. And the Buddha said that our true home you can find in the present moment. Your true home you can find in the present moment wherever you are. And he gave some very concrete instruction. He said that In each of us, there is a very safe island in ourselves. In that safe island, you can find your ancestor, genetic ancestor, spiritual ancestor, 
you have to find your true home. And on that island within yourself that you feel safe, you feel relaxed, you feel fulfillment. And that is a, the island within ourselves. He found his own home. And he wants that all of us need to find our true home in order to be peace, to be solidity, to be understanding and love. We remember when he was about um, 29 years old, he knew that in a few hours he would leave. And he has many friends. I know when he was about 80 years old, and he know that in a few hours he will go. He will, he's no longer in this body. And then he know that many of his disciples have not found their own home yet. And there are many disciples who hear that the Buddha is is about to leave this body, and then they, the Ananda know that his teacher would die, and then he hide behind the column and he cry, and then, and the Buddha said, use on his energy in order to restore himself, in order to, to, and so after to this uh, wind, this rain retreat, and he make a walk around the Vesali city in order to visit his uh, student, monk, non lay people who are each one practice in their own sangha. <coughs> and wherever he he went, he always give a short dhamma talk, five. Ten minutes, they call mini dhamma talk, and just remind people the only subject, home, because he know that when his body disintegrate, there are those who cannot see him, present his presence, and then they will be lost. So he always remind every one of his disciples, even a very short Dhamma talk, saying that you must take refuge in your true home. Everyone have their own true home. You don't need to search anyone except yourself in the place where you feel safe, you feel peace, you feel stillness. You can see your ancestor, blood ancestor, Genetic ancestor, spiritual ancestor, and that he called Deepa. Deepa is island. Atta is ourself. Oneself, and Deepa is island. That is our true home. In that true home, there is light. There is no darkness, there is peace, there is 
is a safest place where the on the big wave the ocean cannot drown. And then that that in the mini Dhamma talk the Buddha always remind that Atadipa that island within ourselves. Sanama, go back, go back to take refuge. Go back to take refuge. The island within yourself. And so, if you are, you feel that you are not at home, cannot go home yet. You don't feel that you are unrest. You are feel still feel lonely, and here is your practice. About the fourth century or fifth century, the the monk have translated this sutra. <coughs> they tell this is an island, self island. Dear, dear monk, please come back to your own island. And that is the last word he teach his student before he passed away. So we are disciples of the Buddha. We are students of the Buddha. We have to find our true home. You have to search for your own true home, your inner inner island. And you will see your ancestor, spiritual ancestor, genetic ancestor. You have peace, you have safety. And the Buddha said that take refuge in your own island. Take refuge in the drama, the sharing that I have practiced for you to practice and become like me. Don't take refuge to anyone. You only take refuge in your own practice. And this body is not eternal. But that is what is eternal, that there is that safety in you that you are in plane, you are in plane or in DGV train or in in bus, you try to find your true home. So, so this Christmas, if you have some decoration like Christmas, a kind of um, pine tree, You have to see that the Christmas is to celebrate the inner island of ourselves, not outside. If we know how to, to to take good care of our mindfulness, and when you are mindful, you are more, you are not dispersed, you are more concentrated. 
The more you concentrate, you can touch that inner peace in you. And home is not a locality far away from yourself. That home is in you and is taught by your in-breath and out-breath. And when you dwell peacefully in the in-breath and out-breath, and then you dissociate yourself with all this dispersion, and you are more concentrated, and more you are concentrated, you are settled in the present moment, and you see things deeper. So yesterday, I think deeply what I can offer to my friend during this Christmas, and how, how they can realize like Christ, like Jesus Christ. He was thinking, what shall I, what shall I transmit to you for the practice to be like Jesus Christ, to find his true home? So they, I, I write a calligraphy in the sentence. There is no way, there is no way home. Home is the way. <laughs> there is no way home. Home is the way. So the, the aim and the means are two. There is no path to lead you to that home. You are there where you are. You become home. You you reach home with your in-breath and out-breath. And not to be disposed, touch what is deep, serene, peace in you. Dwell in your in-breath and out-breath. You are already home. There is no way to it. Nirvana. Nirvana is the way. Every step you make, you are already in nirvana. It means in the state of mind where you don't discriminate. You let things like that as is this in its fulfillment. And you feel the tree in its fulfillment. Yourself in your own fulfillment. And that, and then you have to dwell in every step and then you are home. And so there is no way. There is no way home. There is no path to bring you to your home. And you are, your home is the way. Home is the way. There is no way home. Home is the way. Right away when you dwell in your in-breath and out-breath. Be totally with in-breath. Calming, peaceful, be total mouth with our breath, home, and then you are already home. And sister, sister Yang Yim have said that a song saying that my home, my home is every of my step. My home is every of my step. There's so many, so many paths for you to be home at every step. When you make a step, you are home. And second step, you are home. Third steps, you are home. 
At the foot of the hill you are home. On the top of the mount of the hill you are home. And so you are peace here and you are peace in every other step. And then when you are peace and then your family will be in peace, your nation will be in peace, the planet will be in peace. So you don't need only to not to practice that you don't need a lot. Tripitaka. No, only just be peace at your in breath, peace in your own breath. Be still totally in the present moment with your in breath and out breath. Be still every moment when you make one sound. Father, 
You cannot remove the father out of the son. So the aim and the means are one. And so you look at the mean, you see the aim. And you look at the aim, you see the mean. And magya, magya is the path. And so you are already happy. That path, when you start, you are already happy. You don't need to arrive at the end. So the first time that you kneel down, and you, you are determined to take the five training in order to go in that direction of beauty, of goodness, of liberation, and then you are already happy. You do not act, yes, you do not practice yet, but you make a determination to receive the five training. Right away you are happy. <coughs> so five mindfulness training is already contained Happiness, contain, nirvana. Five mindfulness training is enough for you to be happy. Even you receive ten novice precepts or two hundred fifty bhikshu precepts, etc. is is not is the same. Yes, five five training make you happy already, because in one one training contain four others. And one training contains all the others. And so every training brings you happiness. You take five mindfulness training and ten years later you will be happy. No, you don't need. Right away when you kneel down, you make that big determination to receive the training. You are happy. And then, so, so every time we see one person kneel down and make a determination to receive the five training, I am very happy because I know that she and he or he will be very happy. Keep he and she in that right, in their own true home. And they release all the non-necessary things. So there is no way to nirvana. Nirvana is the way. Sometimes they call Niruda, sometimes they call Nirvana, it's okay. But this extinction. So, so Magya is Niruda, Niruda is Magya. And Magya is the path, the way. We have said something like, dimension of, of truth. <coughs> the historical dimension and the ultimate dimension, the absolute dimension. So in the historical dimension, there is you different from me, there is birth different from death, there is suffering different from happiness. There is action, there is uh, there is phenomena. But there is another dimension of life which is 
no birth and death are the same. And you and me are one. You and the other person are one. We enter all totally, deeply. So there is... And so you see the five group of elements of you. You see the mountain, the river, and everything that we call historical dimension because there is this distinction here. But when you look deeper, 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 and you see, you rush, you reach, there is the ultimate dimension, and you see that they enter on deeply. You enter on with your father, your mother, your sister, that neighbor, nice neighbor, ugly neighbor. We are all enter on. And then, and then we see that birth content date, death, death content birth, and then you see no up or no down, no right, no left, and that is safest place. That is the safest island. When you are in touch deeply with that island in yourself <coughs> you are no longer drowned you are no longer drowned in the fear of death in the fear of being born you are no longer carried away by that on this and then when you arrive at that point you have total liberation but you need a, a path you need some practice some teaching who can lead you from the ultimate dimension from the historical, from the discriminative, discriminative world to the ultimate world. <coughs> yeah. So in science, sometimes they found that, but but they cannot put into practice in daily life of people. And they put into practice. Vaguely, some in the technical thing, but they cannot put into practice in daily, in daily life of people. Uh, chemical, physics, they have found. And the first principle about energy, thermodynamic. They found that the thermodynamism, they found that there is a conservation of energy. When this energy disappears, it means they manifest in other kind of energy. And other kind of energy disappear, manifest in other kinds of energy. So we can, nothing will be lost. Nothing is great, but nothing will be lost because when it's created here, it's lost there. So it's a kind of transformation more than to a kind of losing. You can never destroy anything. You destroy that matters in order to be transformed into other kind of matters. And sometimes that matter has been transformed into energy and that energy sometimes transforms into matters. And so... So they, they are born, they are 
pretend to die, pretend to be born, pretend to die. And the law of conservation of energy, science have found that. However, they cannot put into practice of our dailies. And so the fear, the worry is still there. With your understanding, you can see nirvana, but you cannot leave nirvana. Now what I explained to you, and you may see right away, but you have no ability to be nirvana. I have seen, I have seen the water, but I'm still die of thirst because I see that, but I'm, I see the water, there is water, but I still die of thirst because you see, but you cannot put into practice. If you have, and the, the way is, you have more concentration, more concentration, and you train to be right away there. Lavoisier, the scientist, French scientist, had said, nothing had been born, nothing will die, And there is only transformation of that energy to other energy, that matters to that energy, that energy to that matter. Nothing dies. So the cloud, those who come from Lilish, often you know that they try to illustrate a cloud who never die because they will be transformed in something wonderful. So in the ultimate dimension, there is birth, death, you, me, the good, the bad. But in the ultimate dimension, and you see that there is not, no discrimination. You are one with everyone. And so the truth, there is two kinds of truth. The conventional truth and the absolute truth. And conventional truth, everyone can see it. But and then you you suffer because you are caught by that convention on truth. But if you look deeper and you see that you can touch the togetherness and then that enter being and then you are one. And so don't think that you have to die in order to arrive to the ultimate dimension. You stay where you are in that convention on truth. But try to practice to reach the ultimate truth. It's the same, the same air, the same, the same world. So, loka is mean the relative world, and lokotara is ultimate world. And that is nirvana too. Nirvana means extinction of the notion you are. You don't have the notion that 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 you remove on the notion you are one with that reality. So nirvana. So you see that that aimlessness, aimlessness. You need to practice, and then aimlessness, and then bohan means no action. No action, no aim, no no self. 
votar men votar men says no separate self no one own this body no one own this body no one own this consciousness when condition are sufficient that arise and you manifest and you act like that and when condition are like that this body will be like that so so there's no no uh, uh, actor behind so so there is like rain you don't need to say that there is a one who make rain no rain just rain rain there's no actor for the rain wind wind there is there is uh, there is wind because condition are like that and there is a blowing so blowing when you say that the wind blow is when the wind wind is already blowing so there is there is no a person who blow the wind mm. so today i invite you to follow a very short sutra you only need one sentence The Sutra 273 of the Agama. At that moment, the Buddha uh, resided in resided in Jitavana Monastery near of Shavasti. That is, at this moment, the Buddha said, like the two hands clapped and give rise to a noise and then like uh, when your eyes are in touch with the object of your eyes and then you have eye consciousness and so your eyes the object of your eyes create consciousness eye consciousness and then So the Buddha said that the, the, the contact, the contact of your eyes to the object of your eyes, it means the flower or the wall or your, the lamb. So the contact is give you a feeling and feeling there is a perception and when there is perception you are thinking. That is your mind. Suk means contact. Feeling, the perception, intention. Like the clapping of two hands and make a noise, your eyes is one hand, he draw one hand, another hand, 
they are clap, 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 and they make a noise. So, two hand and the noise. <laughs> Draw the noise, <laughs> rectangular. <laughs> rectangular noise. And some is the same for all the things like your eyes, your eyes and the form and the color, the object of your eyes. And then you have that consciousness of eye consciousness. We call it eye consciousness. So you have eye consciousness, you have eye consciousness, and you have the view. So, your eyes, ear, nose, tongue are sense organs. And be in touch with the object of your eyes, the object of your ear, the object of your nose, object of your tongue. So, they call... So, the eyes in touch with the form, and they give a view. It's very logic and very scientific. Your eyes is a formation. Formation means an event who have many, many conditions coming together. So formation is impermanent. <coughs> so your eyes there, you look at the lamp, or you look at the board or tie, is they are in touch, and you have a view about Thai. And then you have, and you can ask, who see Thai? Who, who see? So there is seeing, but no seer. Because your eyes in touch with that object of your eyes. So is there, there is a view, but you don't need a viewer. So, Asanga, the Asanga patriarch in second century, he said something like, Nyang, eyes. The eyes, Nyang is eyes. Is, is the eyes cannot see form. Your eyes cannot see form. And people are very shocked. Your eyes is only one condition, a few conditions to bring you to that view that vision. If your eyes alone is not enough, your eyes alone cannot, is not enough. There is in order to have that, that view, there's many other conditions like this light, because that person is in front of you, but if there's no light, you cannot see him. So there's many other conditions. Quite a lot of conditions in order for you to have that seeing that view 
there is your eyes, there is optic nerve, there is brain, there is many things. And so if you say that your eyes see something, no. And so Asanga said that the eyes cannot see. So the eyes can cannot be called the seer. If you say that the eyes are subject, and when you see is a verb, is not correct. Uh, and he said that your eyes cannot see, and it shocked a lot of people. So when you say that I see. You have to be very careful. I see my eyes who see me. I I see my eyes which see me. There is a discipline of philosophy they call phenomenology and they said that be aware, should be aware of what? So, view or vision, there is the object, the subject, and the subject. Subject, you must say that you see, you must say that see what? You cannot have a, a independent seeing. You cannot have a seeing without an object. So you are the subject, your eyes are subject, but but your eyes is conditions for the seeing. The eyes is only quite a lot of condition for the seeing. So the eyes is only one condition, maybe the main condition, but we need that. When your eyes are in touch with the form and then you have that vision and then if you if you want to analyze you said that there is subject of the vision and object of the vision and that is to meet each other and arise the vision so in Zen Suko, people used to ask you to go on the, the question, the sound of your two hands. How is this? The sound of your hand. Your hand, not two hands. So the, the eyes cannot like a two hand join, make a clap. But when the base, the base is the eyes, cannot have the object, they cannot make a noise. If only one hand, one hand cannot make a noise. They must have the object and the subject. So there is a thinking, but we don't need a thinker. There is a view, but you don't need a viewer. There is a feeling, but you don't need a feeler. <laughs> that is non-self. There is a no separate soul, eternal separate soul. 
to go from this body to other body and to other body. Because conditions are like that, so you see like that, you hear like that. But you don't need an actor behind. There is samsara, there is retribution, good, bad karma, good karma, retribution, good retribution. There are all these things, but you don't need a separate self. And if you believe that you have a separate, eternal, unique soul who go through that, through that, through that, that is not Buddhism. But sometimes some Buddhist teacher also say like there is like that. It's a kind of diluted Buddhism in order to guide people who are beginner. But you go into the essential teaching of the Buddha, you have to see deeper and you see that there is no actor, but there are interaction of condition like that, like that. And you have good retribution like that, like that, like that. And so before the arrival of the Buddha, there is already Brahmanism. They believe that there is reincarnation in that way with the eternal soul who go from this body to other body to other body. That is Brahmanism before the coming of the Buddha. And when you understand that, the aimlessness, the no-self, And then you see that, and you see when you look deep, you see that on this uh, action are empty of a separate self. When you look a flower deeply, and you see that there is no entity, separate entity in the flower. There is sunshine, there is rain, there is the the earth there is but there is no self nature of the flower. So a flower is a formation because they come from many conditions. But the flower have no self nature. So flower is just a conventional name. You call that coming together and, and give that color white or blue or violet. That is a conventional name. Conventional designation. So, your name is also conventional designation. There are only conventional designation. But looking deeply, there is a lot of your mother in that, a lot of your father, a lot of your genetic ancestor, a lot of bread, a lot of food, a lot of education, and all these things. They, there is no actor. It's not a true Elizabeth, not a true Thomas, but they are coming from many conditions, and so they are empty of a separate self. And if you say that they are totally empty, it's not correct. But if you, are, you say that there is a solid self, it's not correct either. 
and you see that. And so there is a self permanent. And if you say that there is an I or you, is a kind of impermanent I and you because it's transformed, transformed, transformed. And you too, you also transform you of yesterday is not you today and it's not you tomorrow. And then, so like the flame, the flame exists only one very short moment of time, shatna, and then it's a continuous shatna, continuous flame in every shatna is transformed, a little bit different, a little bit different. And then, so you look like a permanent flame, but that flame transforms every second. So it's the same that you are like you are, but you are transforming every second, every shatna, because million of cells die and million of cells born in you. A number of thoughts die, a number of thoughts born in you. So it's the same for your eyes, your nose, your tongue, your body. It's the same. It's very short sutra. But he mentioned about six bays. Six bays means the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body. And the sixth one is the mental, the mind. And then the object of your, your, your sixth sense organ is um, a sound, uh, form, uh, the object of every sense organ. And then when that form in touch with that eyes is give eyes consciousness, nose consciousness, ear consciousness, and so there is eight, no six consciousness. So six consciousness, six base, and six object of, of your base is make eighteen rhymes domain, and that the world is made of eighteen domain of you. It means six base. Six object of your base, eyes, ear, nose, is to inform sound, and the six consciousness. So, six multiply, multiply by three means eighteen. Rams of and of of war. <coughs> so here is a proposal in order to restore the real teaching of the Buddha. That teaching who can have the ability to bring you to that ultimate dimension, to that ultimate togetherness, the ultimate one. And you are, you still remain in this life. You don't need to die in order to reach that ultimate dimension. So, in order to connect with it, uh, the Sanskrit word is sam, sati, samyutta, tung ung, mean interbeing. So on the teaching, the teaching, the conventional teaching cannot lead you to the ultimate dimension. So the teaching they call liungye, it means absolute teaching, the, the, and then the conventional truth, they cannot lead you to the ultimate dimension. And so this sutra, they call it the sutra of no question, but the Buddha still just give a talk. And Bobang, it means no question, but he give a talk by himself. So in that sutra, 
he, he decided to teach that you look in this world, you see that there is born, birth, death, etc. So nirvana, nirvana is right view. So right view is an extinction of all the view. You are in the reality itself. There's no you transcend. You transcend on the this distinction, you reach the ultimate dimension. And so that drive you, help you to be in touch with so many wonders of life without discrimination. You are one with the sunshine, you are one with the earth, you are one with that tree, you are one with everything. So, so that drive you You arrive to the no becoming, no aim, no formation. So in the middle he put the right view and the four corner he tried to explain the the four face who will make that review. So, when you have review, you have clarity. Min, 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 clarity. Light. Min, min, clarity. And then there is an opposite side. Taking, it means a wrong view. So when you have right view, you see that there is no birth, no death. You can see the birth and death are two sides of one reality. And you see that there is no birth and death. And you can see the no birth and death. And you can see that there is no, no, you transcend the idea of yes and no. The, the transcending, the becoming and non-becoming, the existent and non-existent, non-existent. And then when you see that no birth, no death, no, no existing or non-existent, you arrive to the no eternal, eternal soul. Still have reincarnation, but you don't need an actor. You don't have an eternal soul. You still, <laughs> still reborn. That group of elements can be reborn in other group of elements. So there is samsara, there is manifestation and extinction, but you don't need a separate soul. And so there is a Buddhist school called Sarvastivada. They said that, yeah, it means yourself is no, no self, but everything exists. Everything exists except your separate self. That's Sarvasivada school. But when we see, look, we look deeply, we can see clearly that the Kachanya, Kachana Sutra, the Buddha said, the 
the right view is transcending the view of yes or no, the view of becoming and no becoming, existence and no existence. It's not only in that sutra of Katyayana, the Buddha also mentioned in other sutra like uh, Agama. Samyutta Agama. Anikaya. Anikaya Vandan Agama. Chapter 2 and Sutra number 17, 18, 19. In this sutra, the Buddha spoke with a Brahman. And his name is Shanusani. In this talk, he mentioned very clearly, if we say that everything exists, If we say that everything exists, and the Buddha said that is wrong. To say everything exists is wrong. But if you say that everything doesn't exist is also wrong. Exists wrong. Non-existence, wrong. So the right view have to transcend that the existence and non-existence, and have been repeated several times. The sutra seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. If we say that everything exists is wrong, if you say that everything doesn't exist is wrong too. So you have to keep the middle way. Not not exist, not not exist is in the middle. And so don't the aim is not to let you grasp to something absolute um, in that say or other extreme. So South Pastivada say that yourself is no but everything exists is is not good according to that sutra. If we say that all the Dharma exists, it's not correct. All the Dharma doesn't exist, it's not correct. Do not. So things that you see that existence, if you look deep, they don't have a self-nature. Like you see a flower, is real. You can touch a flower. But the flower have no, the flower does exist. The flower does exist. But the flower have no self-nature. Because you have sunshine, you have earth, you have rain, you have many things in order for the flower to be. And so the flower cannot have self-nature. 
but the flower is the coming of many conditions. So when you can see, no, and so when you have that that the right view, you don't see that that extreme birth or death and coming and going. There is becoming, there is acting, there is composing. And so you can say, we can follow that sample of this sutra. So, so we set up the 12 link in the way that is not lead to misunderstanding. So instead of saying ignorance, lead to birth and death. So because of ignorance is caused birth and death. And if you have clarity in your mind, there is no birth, no death. Because you see that things are born and die, and then that is we are ignorant. But when we see that there is no longer born and die, and then you are, you have clarity, you have mind. There is becoming, there is changing, and then becoming is from nothing to become, because you see that becoming, and then you see the no becoming, there is emptiness, and because of, because you see that becoming, and then there is a actor in action. Actor in action. Thaya is the one who receive, receive the fruit of that action. This could be good fruit or bad fruit. When you see Action, actor, and action, and then you see that on the Dharma, on the formation exists. And you can see the subject stay in the action, and the action is in. So the subject, the subject and the object are one. So that is, you see, and you see things in the in the father there is son in the son there is father in there is mother there is so you see in this way of interbeing and but 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 often uh, ordinary people profane people they say that son is different from father different from mother 
you are different from that guy who is not nice. You and so that is a kind of ordinary, a kind of profane people. So, but from ignorance, instead of saying that lead leading to no birth, no death, and because they see no birth and death, and you see that there is no action and no actor. And you can see on the formation under the look. On the phenomena. And then you see that everything is like a separate self. Like a separate phenomenon. And if you see in that way. And then you fell down into the birth and death and suffering. And... and And samsara, vicious circle. Samsara is vicious circle. Yep, there is no ignorance, but there is clarity. And then clarity lead lead to you know no birth, no death. You only see birth and death are two sides of reality. And then because you see that there is no birth and death, And then you arrive to the no yes and no 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 existence and no non-existence and no action and no non-action. And when you arrive to that no self and you see formation is so different The phenomena world is impermanent. If the phenomena world is impermanent, the phenomena world is conditions, the coming of many conditions. And when we can see on this action, uh, A formation, you can see on this formation are impermanent, uh, changing, and then you are not fearful when this happens. Because this nature is, and that is the Sutra Itibitaka. Also, one of the Udana, it means a, a sutra that nobody asks question but the Buddha has mentioned give a teaching anyway. If we want to base on the Sutra Katchayana, in that Sutra, the Buddha said that right view is is the, the view transcending Yes or no, transcending assist, existence and non-existence. We can base from the no birth, no death, and uh, ignorance give to birth, birth will acting, so on. In summary, 
instead of having 12 links, there is only 5 links. Because you are ignorant and then you see that formation are like a separate self. But you don't see that they are leaning to each other in order to manifest with many conditions. If you remove that ignorance and then you have the clarity and you see the clarity, you see that birth and death are only two sides of the one reality. You see that no, and then you are not um, drowned in the formation and then you are transcending the fear of birth and death. And having that clarity of mind, having seen things that birth and death are two sides of reality, having seen all these things, you live in the ultimate dimension, but you are in this so-called conventional world. But you continue to live in the ultimate dimension. You don't need to die in order to enter in that dimension. If you like that kachayana, you have to start by no becoming, no no compingami. So in that Katkajana Sutra, the Buddha start by saying that the right view is transcending the no no coming becoming and no non becoming. Why in the Samyutta Nikaya the Buddha mentioned he start by the other corner. In Kachayana, he start by no becoming, no non-becoming. Why in the Samyutta Nikaya, he, the Buddha mentioned to the Brahman Ranustri, if you say yes, is wrong, but you say no, is also wrong. So we go back to the L12 former 12 link is also also Buddhism but they do not bring you to the ultimate dimension so these 12 link is also is a non a conventional sutra it means in order to explain to people but not lead you to the ultimate dimension I am the cook. Today I cook for you a good meal. I'm a good cook. Each day I offer you a meal differently. Ignorance leads to formation. Formation leads to consciousness. Consciousness leads to Sense organ and object of sense organs. Yansak is nama, nama, rupa is body and mind. And looking up is six sense organ and the object of six sense organ. As little soup means contact and then feeling and then attachment and then who is grasping, who is becoming and then yan.
Sin is birth and then old age and death. First of all, ignorance. Ignorance or wrong perception. And because you are ignorant, you have wrong perception and then a kind of formation. Formation, it means coming of many conditions. And the way to present the twelve link like that uh, is a kind of explaining in the epistemology way. The theory of of knowledge. But that twelve do not the aim to explain the theory of non. They have only the aim to explain the reincarnation. It's a kind of theory on explaining the aim of two sides is different. If you put the twelve linked sutra put into that path leading to ultimate dimension is incorrect. So, so we said that uh, impermanence and we have uh, coming yunka, it means coming together with many conditions. And in order to lead from the historical dimension to the ultimate dimension, we need enter being. And then in this sutra of traveling, there is no ability to explain the middle way. And have no ability to help the practitioner connected with the ultimate dimension. But this sutra try to explain that because you continue to be born, reborn, and born, reborn. And and Han here is doesn't mean that the phenomenon were, but is is more impose impose the pushing of your mouth, your mind, and your body to push you. So that 
they translate by impulse instead of for by formation. If you are ignorance and you have that body and you have that mind and you have been touched and then when you have ignorance and then you have caused a karma uh, karma it means the fruit of your action is too early so we have to mention the reason we have to use a set of of explanation in order to make to help us to be in touch with nirvana that set is not perfect because they in the same line, in the same line. And the teaching of the Buddha is not like that. It's not this one give to that, that one to the other, what is is too too linear. It's not good. The Buddha usually and they used to explain that ignorance is a first cause. In, in Buddhism, there is no beginner. There is no first, first cause. And, and the weakness of this set of 12 link is to present, present the, the, the 12 link in the lineage way. It, it, not lineage, but linear. Linear, it means one line way. Human and then, and brought to impulse, impulse brought to consciousness. And consciousness brought to Yanshak, body and mind. Because we are ignorance, and then we see that every funny. A phenomena have the separate self. There is uh, and so we can see that ignorance lead to impulse. To to cause is enough. Ignorance lead to impulse. No birth, no com- becoming, no action, no composing. If you see on the composing, I like that. And then you have a, a discriminative, discriminative mind. In Buddhism, we call 
being Kajabism, para can be it means a discrimination. You see things in a very discriminative way. And you are in the world of in the world of constructive mind. It's not the world of no discrimination. Because you discriminate, you make many discrimination, and you say that this person is different from other person. My family is better than other family, and so on. And so, we are, and we start to discriminate, and then we see different, and then. So the ignorance discriminate and so on. So there is no one line, but they, they enter all in different, complicated way. And then we ask the question, whether your body and your mind are one? And then, no, it makes you confused more. And so that is a real Buddhism because the connection is complicated. It's not so easy in one line like that. So the weakness of the first set of in one line like that, the first weakness is make people, there is one beginning, and then because of ignorance is give to birth to that, 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 and birth, birth, death, old age, so on. The second weakness of this way of presenting the twelve link is we have to understand that word han means samskara. So you have to see you see things stay separately because you don't see. You see everything is different from other things and then you see in the explicate way this person is different from others, the good is different from back. And so you cannot see the interdependence look of the Buddha who proposed you to see things in a deeper way. And you see that if we say that Han, it means for me, it's karma, karma with the Bangip, it means body, speech and mind. And at that moment, there is no body and mind. How do you can have, have 
because they are on one line. And so when from ignorance there is no body and mind yet, and then you speak about the hand, like an action, action of your mind, action of your speech, action of your body. At that moment there is no body yet. And so that hand is, is appear before, before the body and mind. So it's not correct. The third one, if this hand, skamskara, is a phenomena, belong to be a phenomena world, samskara, formation, and so that world of uh, phenomena is already, it means a five set of um, aggregation, aggregate. It means a form, feeling, perception, mental formation, and consciousness. And these five are all. So this Han means five skandhas. Five skandhas. Form, feeling, perception, mental formation, consciousness. So this Han here is already five skandhas. You are caught by the five skandhas, and on the on the skandhas are impermanence. On the skandha are no birth, no death. On the skandhas are inter Things are not like that, but because we are caught by that notion, and we are. We are caught. And if they are already and you are caught already in that form, feeling, perception, so in the, there is already body and mind, there is a sixth sense organ and object. And so Han must embrace these four. Consciousness, body and mind, so a enlightened person can see the five skandhas, but is not caught by the five skandhas. the world of phenomena and the world of five skandhas. They include the consciousness, the body and mind, the five, six sense organ and object, and then craving, no, feeling. Touch, touch feeling. So the weakness, the fourth weakness is tall, tall mean feeling. The 
fourth weakness of this presentation is feeling. We must understand three kinds of feeling. Pleasant feeling, unpleasant feeling, and neutral feeling. But here, they explain that Thaw is only pleasant feeling. If this unpleasant feeling, and so you, you do not have unpleasant, because you are, so the wrong thing is, they said that feeling is only pleasant feeling. But if, if we say that feeling is bring to attachment now, if it's unpleasant feeling, you will not attach. If, if it's not pleasant feeling, and so you feel only pleasant feeling that you feel attached. So that is, that thought is only two, two separate. Normally we have three kind of thought. Pleasant feeling, unpleasant feeling, in neutral. But here in this lean line, is proved that it should be very pleasant feeling so that it's lead to attachment. And attachment is lead to grasping, etc. So, so that feeling, you have to put pleasant feeling, unpleasant feeling. And so if there is unpleasant feeling, you can, you have to say, I, it means attachment, but all means rejection. You don't like it. And so instead of saying I, mean attachment, you say that rejection too. And because you have attachment, you have rasping. But sometimes you are, and so you reject. You reject, not not embracing, not attachment. We want to abandon that we have destroyed. And that attachment, but it's not attachment sometimes, you, you, it's not pleasant and then you reject, you want to abandon, you know. So it's from the, the wrong point of, of thought, I mean the, the feeling, and then it's lead wrongly to many other things. So we lead to some in releasing, letting go. Number six, fifth is toe, is grasping. So it's not grasping only, you have to also releasing. Because when it's, it's not very pleasant feeling, and then you release. If we are grasping that, 
And then if you you don't feel attract at all, and you search for the restriction, so becoming you have to go with war means no becoming. The most serious thing is the most serious thing is the dwelling proof that the aim of the Buddhist, a Buddhist who practiced that in order to deny the existence and to search for and then, then deny existence and search for nihilism. Why is the truth is not in nihilism, is not in the grasping, but in this traveling teach you to deny the existence. And then we search for nihilism. And so we conclude that the Buddhists only search for the nihilism. And the people say that Buddhism search for nihilism for very pessimistic life is illusory, etc. That is the mistake of the Buddhists who try to explain in a wrong way. And nirvana in that way of explaining nirvana is non-being, totally. So being is wrong, but non-being is wrong, but we have to transcend that. That is uh, the part is the most dangerous and the most wrong and give you the idea that the aim of Buddhist is to to destroy that body and to become an we have an eternal death forever and we will not be reborn to in, in this life. In Brahmanism, when we speak about uh, samsara, and then this is the way to explain is like in Brahmanism, you you go back to the collective Brahma. And if you say that, it seems like you said that, I don't want I don't want to be born again. It means that I I search for nihilism. And so that way of expanding will not bring you to the interbeing, to the togetherness, to be one, and to deep, profound, light, peace. They don't bring you to that, but they bring you to pessimistic view of life. That causes a lot of misunderstanding. And the aim is nihilism.
but it's a very very wrong very it's not good it's not the teaching of the Buddha at all mm. the Buddha always tries it. don't be caught by the becoming is not good but caught by the non-becoming is not good either you have to choose the middle way and this way to explain is like uh, the aim of Buddhism is no longer no birth so it means that your death will be eternal and then you will be reborn you will not be born to to this world so that is very dangerous and wrong explanation of the teaching of the Buddha We have to say abortion, no birth. If you say that I don't want to be born and then you only want nihilism, There's a pity for the Buddha. You misinterpret him and explain in a, such a pessimistic and distort way and it's bring to the wrong perception about uh, that is not appropriate with the middle way is not appropriate with the and not appropriate to the teaching of Hong Chihan. Hong Chihan is Everything is without self-nature. It's an eternal death. So the practice of Eightfold Path is to bring you to the eternal death. It's pity for the Buddha. And there is only aim is to explain and and to explain. Why we have to reborn, reborn. So like explaining Brahmanism way of thinking and do not present the real deep inside of the Buddha.
quá giờ rồi If we want, we use that traveling. We have to clean them in this way. First is ignorance. And you have to present that in the circle instead of in one line. And because you are ignorance, and you see that all the formation are separate, And among them, the five skandhas, five group of elements, form, feeling, mental formation. And you see them separate. No, in fact, they are in their being. And you see that your five skandhas is the object of your discriminative mind. It lead to uh, attachment or rejection. You attach that or you don't like that. You also have attachment, but you also have hate. And because you have attachment or you hate it, and then you thu is mean grasping, thu is grasping, and you release, letting go others, reject others. Because you attach and then you attach and then you grasp and you don't like it and then you reject. And because you attach or you reject, And then you have, you want to having existence or I want no existence. And the Buddha said that you should not grasp to the existence and not grasp to non-existence. If you have the grasping and then you have to lead to birth and death. If there is birth and death, there is samsara. So in the twelve link, you can eliminate some, and we will have maybe seven. First, ignorance, formation. The third one is uh, I. Human discrimination and attachment or rejection 
and grasping or letting go and uh, existence or non-existence and then you have birth and death and so without ignorance you see formation like uh, interdependence and then if you see in this way you have the non-discriminative mind and then you transcend the grasping and the hate rejection and you you transcend the grasping and then you have nirvana you have no fear are you hungry <laughs>